couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Gadi Placido, and these Celtics beat the Bulls 129-112. Celtics basketball is back. God, it felt like the All-Star break was three weeks long. It was not, but we're here. Before we dive into today's game, just want to give a shout-out to our two All-Stars, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Both played excellent basketball. At the All-Star Game. Jalen Brown genuinely could have won All-Star Game MVP. Uh, also put on a pretty solid performance, despite what many people are saying in the slam dunk contest. Thought he put, thought he performed pretty well. Uh, overall, fun weekend, All-Star Game. Not a lot of defense being played. Not a very competitive game. It is what it is. You move on. Tonight, great game for the Celtics. Celtics have now won seven straight games, seven games on the road as well, so two seven-game win streaks for this team. Uh, We're going to dive into everything. We're going to start with player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, and to get things started here, want to give player of the game to Derek White. This was a phenomenal performance from him. 28 points, three rebounds, five assists, two steals, three blocks. He had three blocks in the first quarter alone. Derek White was just unbelievable throughout this game. Like, this was a game, it was, honestly, it's just an embarrassment of riches. I feel like I've said that before. But Derek White started this game 12 points. Jalen Brown goes out second quarter, gets 14. Jason Tatum comes out in the third and has 15. Every single guy, like, it's impossible to guard the Celtics consistently because they have so many guys that are capable of just going off. Drew Holiday, Porzingis, didn't score a ton today. Drew Holiday only took five shots. Overall, loved his game. Porzingis did struggle a little bit from the field, but this is a game, Porzingis, even with him struggling, you've got Tatum, White, and JB going off doing whatever they wanted. It threw a large majority of this game, like Derek White was excellent. 9 of 14 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3. Again, obviously, you look at the stocks, the steals and blocks, two steals, three blocks from him. Outstanding game of basketball. But Derek White got the offense going early, uh, and he also did it late, right? After the third, uh, he had 18. So he had another 10 points in that fourth quarter that really helped solidify this lead for the Celtics. Great game. From Derek White, great game. Uh, but Jalen Brown will start it with start next to him. Seven for twelve. Like we've talked about Jalen Brown just being super efficient a lot, a lot this year, right? Twenty-one points tonight, five rebounds, five assists, only two turnovers. Uh, also had a steal, also had a block. One of his two turnovers, bad turnover, right? Live ball turnover near half court. Jalen Brown. Chased the guy down, had an unbelievable block in transition, ended up being a Chicago Bulls turnover. So, did turn the ball over, but he made up for it on the defensive end. Like, Jalen Brown continues to play defense at just such an unbelievable level. Uh, but it's so hard. Like, look at 7 of 12 from the field, right? Like, your second best player, right? I don't think anybody's arguing that, right? Is taking 12 shots. 12 shots. 
at the end of the night. And this was a game where he had 20 points at halftime, and the guy was ridiculously efficient. But guess what? He didn't force the issue in the third. He didn't force the issue in the fourth. He played within the offense, and he racked up assists. Five assists tonight for Jalen Brown. Like, he is continuing to do everything, and there are still people giving him shit, and it is completely unwarranted. Excellent game from Jalen Brown. Solid game from Jason Tatum. This is a this is a tough start for Tatum. At halftime, he had five points on two of seven from the field. So struggled early on. Third quarter, turned it up. Had 15 points in that third quarter alone. Uh, and the shooting percentage went up. Couple great sidestep threes, but similar to Jalen Brown. His impact wasn't strictly scoring. Also had five assists also had three steals. So both of your Jays are doing it on both sides of the ball. That is what is so impressive about this team. Every single starter had at least one steal, and Jason Tatum was the only starter that did not have a block as well. Everybody is contributing, and that's why you just you have to love this team. You look at what they did on the, the blocks and uh, steals in this game. 10 steals, 11 blocks. Just for comparison's sake, the Bulls had six steals, two blocks. It's not even remotely close. Like, this team is doing something special. Uh, and it's just great to watch. It starts with your starters, obviously. Uh, Drew Holiday, again, I kind of mentioned it. Didn't do too much as far as the stat sheet is concerned. Did have two steals and a block, along with six turnovers. A team-high six turnover, uh, six assists, I mean. Uh but again, only took five shots. So Drew Holiday is not stuffing the, the stat sheet from a scoring perspective, but he's doing everything else. Everything else. Two of three from three. You know, this is, it's what you want from these guys. So overall, solid game from your starters. Uh, but you also got pretty solid contributions from the bench. Luke Cornett, 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, a steal. Uh, had two putbacks. Two, like, beautiful putbacks, almost back-to-back. Um, and then just, I forget, I forget, I think it was the first first putback Luke Cornett gets and just runs down the court, just dabbing over and over and over again. He is just pure comedy. Pure comedy. Like, he's got to be a, he's a team favorite. He absolutely has to be. Uh, but overall, solid game from Cornett. This is also a game. I mean, it's a it's a tough matchup going against the Bulls. This is a team that plays big. They've got Vooch, uh, and then they also have Andre Drummond, who's going in there making life tough for these bigs. Give credit to Luke Cornett. Thought he played pretty well. Had four off. All four of his rebounds are actually offensive, uh, two of which, again, nice putbacks. But set a couple of great screens, had a nice alley-oop off of the pick and roll. Like Luke Cornett, He's not going to win you games. He's certainly not going to lose you games, though. And I think that is where the trust comes from, right? The Celtics did trade for a big man, Xavier Tillman. Uh, he made his Celtics debut today. Wasn't until, I think, three and a half minutes left, two and a half minutes left in this game. Uh, but a lot of people are starting to complain about Luke Cornett continuing to play over Tillman. Tillman's just coming back from an injury. And he has never played with this team before. I don't know why anybody 
was expecting major minutes from him, especially tonight. But honestly, this is a game where Luke Cornett like truly went out there and played good basketball. I don't even know if I would have wanted Tillman to take him out at that point. But credit to Tillman. Went in there. Again, three minutes, had two points, and a block. Solid block at the rim. Nice post up. I think it's the first time Svi Mikhailuk has ever passed the ball. Uh, got the ball to Tillman on the block. Tillman, nice post move. Got into the lane. Nice finish. So Tillman, first bucket, first points as a Celtic. you love to see it. Jaden Springer also made it into the game today. Unable to score. Did get a three-point attempt from Tillman, actually, uh, but missed that. But overall, you look, everybody kind of did something. Sam Hauser, 14 minutes. Honestly, those minutes probably would have been even higher. Uh, but in the third quarter, uh, he was elbowed hard to the eye from Luke Cornett. Had a nice black and blue. Was icing his eye the entire fourth quarter. Uh, but in those minutes prior, eight points, a rebound, and assist, solid defense. Good overall game from him. Same with Peyton Pritchard. Three of six from three. Nine points for Peyton Pritchard. In uh, a couple of a back-to-back, huge threes uh, to start the fourth. Corner three from White to start, and then another three deep from White to go up 14 in, early on in that fourth quarter. So D- Derek White... Again, assists all over the place. But Peyton Pritchard hitting big shots. This Celtics team up and down, like everything that they were doing, for three quarters at least, was spot on. You look at the shooting percentages in this game too. It's wild. Like the Celtics, 23 of 47 from three. 48.9%, right? The Bulls, 10 for 28. That is 13 more three-pointers that the Celtics made than the Bulls. That is 39 points. And granted, this is a 17-point win, so half of that basically right from there. Uh, but this is this is an unbelievable shooting game for this team. Unbelievable game. You know, the goal, Scal pro, uh, pregame talked about the three-point shots should be the priority today. We also wanted to see the assists around 27. They had 27 assists on the dot. So everything Sal talked about early came true. They shot a lot of threes. They made a lot of threes. They moved the ball really well. But the the name of the game for the majority of this game was on the defensive end. First quarter held them to 23 points. Third quarter held them to 21 points. Fourth quarter took a lot of the starters out, but even then held them to 29. Again, 29 isn't great. Not going to be thrilled about that number. Uh but all in all, the Celtics played a really solid defensive game. The, you look at the 10 steals, 11 blocks, excellent defense, right? The one thing that really skewed this game was a horrible second quarter. Uh, and I want to dive into some of the negatives. I'm going to keep the section short because, frankly, the Celtics played three quarters of nearly flawless basketball. Uh, but I do want to talk about the second quarter. Before we dive into the negatives, though, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. If you're looking to buy or sell in the near future, meet Deb Burke, your trusted realtor at Compass Real Estate, serving Massachusetts and New Hampshire. With a passion for finding dream homes, Deb is committed to making your real estate journey a breeze. Whether you're buying or selling, Deb's got your back. 
Reach out today at 978-930-4621 or email deb.burke at compass.com to start your next chapter. Let's turn your real estate dreams into reality. Are you tired of insurance options that leave you feeling lost in the dark? Look no further than Joe Lyman of Brightway Insurance. Joe goes above and beyond to find the perfect coverage for you. So whether it's homeowners, renters, car, commercial, or even pet insurance, Joe will make sure you're protected where and when it matters most. Contact Joe at joe.lyman at brightwayinsurance.com today and let him brighten your path to peace of mind. So whether you're driving, working out, or just relaxing, make sure to check out Joe Lyman at Brightway Insurance. Brightway Insurance, your beacon in the world of insurance. Hey, Boston Celtics fans, are you ready to experience the thrill of an epic game at the TD Garden? Look no further than SeatGeek, your go-to source for the best Celtics tickets in town. With SeatGeek, finding the perfect seats to catch all the Celtics action has never been easier. From courtside to the nosebleeds, they've got it all, and they've got it at the best prices. Plus, they even rate every deal on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you find the best value. But here's the deal. When you use the special promo code VSN, you'll get an exclusive discount. So why pay more when you can use VSN and save on your Boston Celtics tickets? All right. Want to dive into the second quarter here. Because uh, this, frankly, the only reason this game wasn't a complete shit show. Celtics were outscored 39-28. to 28, And honestly, it's not even really the outscoring part. Being outscored by 11 isn't the worst thing in the world. The Celtics have way too much talent that that should absolutely never happen. But the fact that they gave up 39 points to this Bulls team is mind-blowing, especially considering how locked in the Celtics were on the defensive end early. Like, they were dialed in on the defensive end in the first quarter. In the second quarter, it just completely disappeared. The Celtics shot well. Like, they were shooting 50-plus percent in, this, in that quarter. We scored 28 points. That's a solid quarter right? But giving up 39 is just unacceptable if you're the Celtics team. Like You have so much talent on the defensive end. You have guys that can switch everywhere, but they just took absolute advantage. A lot of offensive rebounds we gave up. Give the credit to the Bulls. This is a big team. With Vooch and Andre Drummond, they have guys that can go out and get a lot of offensive rebounds. They ended the game with 13. That second quarter, was a shit show, right? And it leads to a lot of easy buckets. But you look up and down. I mean, Vooch, five offensive rebounds. Drummond, four offensive rebounds, right? The Celtics needed to do a better job. And that's that's basically the entire breakdown of the second quarter. Like, that's the reason that it was just so lopsided, right? You never want to see it happen. But things like this happen, right? They do. The best teams in the world are going to have weird lulls that you can't really explain. The Celtics were doing a lot of the right things, but I think the intensity dropped, right? And that's where offensive rebounds tend to happen. You don't box guys out. You think you have the game in the bag, and you kind of let up a little bit. The Celtics found themselves up by, I think, as many as 16 in that first quarter. They watched that entire lead disappear and actually fell down by three. But then third quarter comes around, push it up to 15 late in the third, 
and then honestly kind of kept it at 20 for the majority of the game after that. But this is a game that the Celtics went up by a ton early and then watched the entire thing just wash away before building it back up. And a lot of it comes back to the defensive end. Offensively, wasn't really an issue. Jalen Brown, like I said, had 14 points in that second. Team had 28. Both of those, great numbers. Defensively, they need to be better. And listen, I'm not I'm not sitting here and I'm not gonna say that the Celtics are are doomed because they do because they can do this and they have done this before. Like that's not the case. They played three quarters of nearly flawless basketball. This Celtics team is so damn good. They improved to forty four and twelve on the season. And their stranglehold on the Eastern Conference just continues to grow larger. The Cleveland Cavaliers lost tonight to the Orlando Magic. So the Celtics right now have a seven-game lead over the Cavaliers for second. Nine games over Milwaukee, 10 over the Knicks, 11 and a half over Philly. It is an absolute stranglehold over this Eastern Conference right now. And it's not even just the Eastern Conference. Right now, even if we were in the West... We would have, what's sad, for four and a half games over the Timberwolves. It's mind-blowing what the Celtics team is doing right now. We're scoring in bunches. Our scoring differential, only team in the NBA that's in double digits at 10.2. The next highest in the Eastern Conference is the Cavs at five and a half, plus five and a half. So we have a five-point lead in the scoring differential over the Cavs. Like, it's not even close, right? The Celtics are walking away with the Eastern Conference. Uh, so as much as people want to complain about some of the the downfalls, some of the negatives about this team, every team has them. There is not a single perfect team in the NBA. But the Celtics are pretty damn close. And they're definitely the closest to perfect uh, that we're seeing in the NBA right now. Again, we need to see if this translates to the postseason. A lot of people are going to say that regular season doesn't matter if you can't close in the postseason. This is a completely different team than it was last year. Jason Tatum talked about it recently, too. Porzingis brings a completely different element to this team. Drew Holiday, significantly better shooter than Marcus Smart. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, both of them are better than they were last year. Derek White, absolutely better than he was last year, right? This team is different. And I'm not saying it's a guaranteed championship. Nothing is guaranteed. Anything can happen. But I truly do think that the Celtics are poised for a very, very promising postseason. That's where we're going to wrap things up. Great, great win for the Celtics team. Seven straight, seven straight on the road as well. Celtics are rolling, 44-12 and 12 on the season. That is where we're going to wrap things up for today. Have a great night, Celtics fans. Yeah. We'll talk soon. You couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?